Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. August 5th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. 96, 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and intern Jacob running the big show. One, I hope we're on the air. Two, how weird was it that we had uh, a certain conversation yesterday after all this? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm ready, I guess. <laughs> you guess you're ready or you are ready? I'm ready. Just have some faith. Have some faith, boys. We, I, I've, I believe in you. I just, you know, kind of wish we would have practiced for something like this. I've done it before. I can do it again. I, I believe that you can do it. But just funny how that conversation aged perfectly. Not even didn't even take twenty four hours. Now we have a delicious <laughs> cake from your buddy TJ that we can eat right up because it was spot on. You need to learn how to do this stuff so you can be better at it. Like when you're not talking right now, you can mic your mute mute, mute your mic so we don't have to hear you rattling around with your headphones or whatever you were doing. Uh, <laughs> we've been doing this. We've been doing this a few years, Jacob. We know the sounds. We know the routines. But we are thankful for you, and we're happy to have you because Scoots, Scoots got the rumbly tumblies. He's not mm-hmm. feeling too well this morning. Those uh, those platies will catch up to you, TJ. Uh, mm-hmm. The nightly, and I think the nightly platies they they finally got Justin. Yeah, yeah. He'd been up since like three, but he he decided just to hold off on the text to us until about thirty minutes before the show. So, um, well, hey, he, he didn't want to wake us up. That was that was nice of him. He got in touch with Jacob. He did all the he did the th- he took care of the things he needed to take care of, and we uh, do. And well, while we're while we're joking with him a little bit, we hope that he feels better. Uh, hopefully, it is just something something not sitting well in his stomach and not a bug or something like that. But uh, we'll see on Monday, I guess. The, the real question is, though, TJ, did he get in touch with HR? Because that's what's most important. You got to file your paperwork to HR. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's got a long history of not running this stuff by HR. He's, he's mm. kind of a rogue. He's a rogue producer, if you will. They all are. 
producers, and he plays by his own rules. So we'll see what HR has to say about this whole matter. I'd hate it for him to be puking and then also get like a, a suspension without pay, you know? Right, right. It'd be, be a real that shame. Would, that, would be, that would be pretty tough. Well, how's everybody doing? Roush, how are you? How was your Thursday evening? It's Friday. It's the weekend. Uh, I had a, a solid Thursday evening. Uh, we ha- had some... Uh, there's, just, there's, a, there's a lot still uh, to, to sift through with uh, UK football coverage, so... Excited, did a lot of work yesterday, then uh, hung out with Duke for a while and uh, capped it off with some football and some some cards. So, you know, I could have I could have been dealt some better cards, but uh, I, it was it was great just to have football on the background, e- even just halfway watching. It was exciting. Yeah, I didn't watch, but maybe a few plays, but I saw that you're over. Comfortably oh, yeah. Fit. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. It was. uh I wanted to win maybe less than I wanted one of my friends to lose because he was on the under. And what kind of sucker is going to bet, going to cheer against points in an NFL preseason game? Although there were, I think there were two different scores. There was one right before half that uh, would have put Jacksonville inside the 20 with like 20 seconds left. They got called back for a holding. And then they had another play, uh, like a 60-yard touchdown. They got called back for a holding, and I was like, "Oh God!" If I, it, of course, it would be some stupid, undisciplined crap in the third and fourth quarter of a preseason game that they, they, <laughs> that just makes me not cash a stupid bet. But uh, no, it was still it was still fun just to have it on the TV. It felt good. It felt good. Uh, I saw just a little bit of Luke Fortner. I wasn't paying that close of attention, but I'm going to say he played a great game. TJ definitely locking up that starting job in Jacksonville. Yeah, I didn't watch hardly any of it either, but that was my analysis of the game was mm-hmm. he was exceptional. Dominant. Friend of yeah. Kentucky roll call, of course. And mm-hmm. I think he said if he ever starts an NFL game, we get that check for that week. Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually have the text message saved. So that's, we're, that's, that's we're nice, Luke. Yeah, we're, we're appreciative of that. But, no, it, it, it was cool to see football on the television. Um, I'll be more excited when the games matter, mean something, as everybody else will, obviously. But it is a sign that we are heading in the right direction. That's how calendars and time works. Although, did you see that, like, yesterday or one of the day we had the shortest day ever or something like that? Did you? Is this just news to you? Yeah, shortest day ever. Please, please elaborate. I don't know what day it was, but as of late, like we're a second, we're a second behind or a second ahead, whatever it is. Like time is a little bit off on our calendar because a day, a day happened like a little bit shorter than they expected. I don't know. Kind of your brain in a pretzel, but they're basically saying we may have to have a leap second at some point this year. <laughs> That's crazy. If somebody Googles any of that stuff, I promise you it'll come up. I, I clearly, as that description <laughs> would indicate, didn't read the actual article. I'm telling it myself a little bit, uh, a lot of it, actually. But I did see the headline, obviously. So from the headline aspect, pretty interesting. Uh, we, we, have, we have lost a second at, at some point. Oh, no. You know what we else? We, we did lose some people in our NBC, uh, NBC broadcast. There's, there's just a lot of... Last night was the first reminder that there's going to be a lot of moving parts. Uh, I think I even mentioned it the other day, but you know, 
It was Mike Tirico and Collinsworth last night. They had a new uh, sideline reporter. And then Jason Garrett is now on our televisions. Like, they were just like, we can't get an ex-Cowboys quarterback, so let's get an uh, ex-Cowboys coach to do our – so, yeah, he was like an analyst for them. He replaced uh, Drew, Drew Brees. Where was he coaching after the Cowboys? He went to the Giants, which was yeah. a weird divisional move. And uh, can't believe that didn't work out. He's just got a face made to be a football coach, though. Like he, he has to be wearing like a, a a coach's jacket on on the sidelines. I don't know how it's gonna how, how that's gonna transition over to he, broadcasting. He really needs a whistle around his neck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like maybe like one of those cards so he can just like clap. He's a big. Uh, Whenever they cut away to him when he was at the Cowboys, he was clapping a lot, a lot of clapping. My question for Cowboys fans is: It seems like you all have had just the same team or a similar team for ten years now, and and it has not worked. So why why will it why will it work this year? Uh, like always, like you know, you got good players. You're whether it was Romo, but it's been Dak for a long time now. Like why do, he can't do it himself? He's gonna need you, you need to go get like better you gotta go get better players, guys. What, what's crazy too is that they are always just good at like they're good enough to make you think that like Jerry Jones is getting just enough reinforcement that like, oh well, we're just two games away. You know, like there there's <laughs> they're they're just good enough to suck, you know. Well, yeah, that would be the, the frustrating thing is they're not they're not bad enough to tear it all down. Like uh-huh. you know, they'll make an occasional coaching change. They'll uh, maybe bring in somebody that used to be good at football but no longer is. Uh, they'll they're they're not bad enough just to yeah to restart. But they're clear like they're they're not doing enough to take that next step either so they're stuck in this mediocre purgatory i love it personally like enough where they're idiotically hopeful but they're not a real threat to win at all i will say this though like does do the this goes for you as well intern jacob assuming we're on air we're rocking and rolling we haven't heard any complaints so i think we're doing pretty well but We've seen it before with other teams. So it's not like it, when Green Bay won the Super Bowl, they were the sixth seed, although it wasn't a total surprise. They had injuries during the season, and that's been a long, long time. Intern Jacob was just a, a wee little lad back then. But with the Bengals winning, does it make you think that just like, hey, it really can be pretty much anybody in the NFL? Yeah. Yes, and uh, part of it too, like there, there is some momentum to things. Um, just getting hot at the right time, having a quarterback uh, play like a generational talent. Um, but they're also, it feels like you need to have some competency, competency in the front office slash coaching ranks. And I just don't know if the Cowboys got it. I, I feel like the dude, uh, Zach, um, what's his name for the Bengals? Like he, he's been, he's been around some good coaches. He knows what he's doing. I feel like that is just as important as having the right talent and the right quarterback. Yeah, I feel I feel kind of the same way, Roush. But I think that the Bengals' skill players are a lot better than the Cowboys, honestly. And I think that's probably a bigger reason why they made the run that they did. I don't think it's skill guys, right, TJ, for the Cowboys? I mean, Westbrook, uh, not Westbrook. The, the dude for the uh, from Oklahoma that was their draft pick, CD, uh, CD, CD Lamb. 
Yeah, not D.D. Westbrook. C.D. Lamb. Uh, but, like, even though Zeke is fat Zeke now, like, they have Tony Pollard, too. Like, they, they have a lot of dudes out there. They had uh, Amari Cooper for a while. But, like, it's not just – Jerry Jones has put together basically a fantasy team and instead of a, a real football team. And, just, like, on, like, on defense, he just has a bunch of Leighton Van Der Esches and, like, the same kind of player that he can just keep plugging in that big white middle linebacker. That's just, it's just how he rolls. Zach Taylor was the guy you're thinking for, for the Bengals. I knew you, you knew yes. it. Couldn't get the last name. Uh, yeah. I, I, it seems like they just never really, from a skill position standpoint, again, they're never the worst. I don't think they're ever the best uh, with the exception of maybe Des, And that's certainly subjective. They they very rarely have the best player at their position. Ezekiel Elliott maybe at his prime was knocking at the door of number one, but really you know he still probably would have been the third best running back. They just never really have the best player at their position, and I think the reason that they've been able to be steady is because they have good skill position players. They have a good quarterback, but really they have a, they always have an offensive line that is one of the best in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. and that I think is kind of why they are always good. But their skill position players, I think, limit them. I, I do agree that the Bengals' skill position players were better. Uh, I think Joey Biscuits is better than Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. So quarterback play, obviously, we know in the NFL is incredibly important. But look at us having a little five-minute Dallas Cowboys conversation yeah. here. Ooh, that means here, football is back. Here is the, the other question. Uh, are Cowboys fans the worst fans in all of sport? Hmm. It's 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 a it's a tough it's a tough question because I I think they're in the same company as the Yankees, uh, Tennessee football fans. The, I mean, you know that like from a national standpoint, though, that Steelers and probably Packers fans are considered in that, and honestly, probably UK basketball fans are probably considered in that. In Duke basketball, yeah, I, Duke, I, I certainly. I have a feeling that yeah, like Yankees are probably. I feel like you could run into a Yankees fan or a Cowboys fan pretty much anywhere you are in America. To to really Wednesday your question here, I, I do think if you just took a family feud national survey, least favorite team, I do think Cowboys is, is winning that. And I think it's probably winning it not only NFL, but I think if you just say least favorite team in all of sports, I do think it probably is your national answer. But from a me perspective, no. I mean, I've, I've got like five other fan bases I dislike more than Cowboys fans, although they are annoying because they always think they're going to win and they never do. <laughs> oh, and Des didn't catch it, obviously, because they called an incomplete pass and then the, the Cowboys lost the game. That is the one thing that's that's nice, though, TJ, is they are bad enough to where, like, eventually they just have to shut up, you know? Like, when we say, they've, they've gotten a lot better eating humble pie. It's almost now they're, 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 they're almost morphing into the Cubs before our eyes, if we're really being honest here. Like, I, my Cowboys fans I know personally, great folks, love them all, but they have become, like, your – Sorry, sucker losers. Like, oh, of course we're going to uh, – old Mike McCarthy's going to find a way to blow this one. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, there's there's a little bit of vintage Cubs fans to them. Oh, gosh, you love to see it. Inter Jacob, do, you have, do you have an NFL team? I do not have an NFL team. I really don't have any pro teams. <clears throat> Dude, I'm telling you something, friend to friend, pick one. Pick one. Find one. 
settle on one. Make it scientific or make it totally and completely random. But your Sundays and your life, buddy, will be a lot better once you actually get into the NFL. Pick a UK player to follow, but you still need to be team-specific. NBA, I do kind of – I don't mean the Celtics are my default team, but they lost in the finals and I didn't give one hoot because they're just too Duke-oriented. and Maybe someday I'll get back to them. But I follow NBA players – UK players in the NBA. It's a little easier that way. NFL, you need a team because digesting their content on Sundays really is – it makes falls amazing, among other things if the wife is still – hasn't left for work yet. But uh, NFL Sundays especially, yeah. Yeah. So what team are you going to pick? You can think about it, but what are some options? What, what comes to mind when you're like, all right, if I need to pick one, who would I go with? Oh, I'd probably stay closer to home. So probably like the Titans or maybe the, I don't even know. I might just like look up a random NFL team and just stick with it. Whatever, whatever pops up. Well, the, so closest, you- the closest teams are the Titans, the Bengals, you could get the Bears only five hours away, Atlanta about seven hours away, and then you could get Brown, Pittsburgh that are you know closer to your seven hours away as well, six, seven hours, something like that. You have Indianapolis as an option. Uh, however, oh, I forgot the Colts. Oops. For however, yeah, Jacob, on the Big X, you you sound like somebody who doesn't watch the NFL. The way you answered that question. I mean, I watch it. I don't keep up with it near as good as I do with college football and basketball but do you play fantasy football yeah i've actually never lost a fantasy football league i'm three and oh at the moment okay it's crazy that you're only three and oh yeah i mean i just (laughs) i didn't get into it until about three years ago i've been playing fantasy football since 2007 or six or something like that yeah i don't know i think this is our league's 19th year I'm not kidding. We've been doing this league for for a long time, and this I, I know there's people listening. They're like, "That's cute." We've been doing ours for we 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 go back to the newspaper days of you know looking up stats that way and doing it manually. So, uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Intern Jacob, Ooh, Jacob, I, I think what we do to get you in the zone is we just you you got to get red zone, buddy. Because if you start watching red, red zone is. Basically, like I, I, that's how it's proof that of God's existence. NFL yeah, among among other ways, but certainly a big one is the NFL Red Zone channel. And just oh, who's so the guy's name? Who, who Scott? What's his name? Uh, Hanson. Scott Hanson. No, oh gosh, yeah, I think that's his name, Scott Hanson. Just seeing his fit, like it's a comfort thing, you know. It's almost like if Scoots is not feeling well today. Just YouTube video, Scott Hansen. I, I can't imagine him. Like, like, imagine a Sunday without that guy. Or who could you even replace? You, you just can't. It's, it's the oh man, good old comfort food. And we've only got, I want to say, six more Sundays until he's back. Oh, man. Crouch, I spent fifty eight dollars and thought I was going to have to declare bankruptcy. How do you expect me to get red zone? You, they, they have like the college plans. It's very cheap. Yeah, actually, I may need to use your suit yeah. for that, come to think of it. I think we'll enter Jacob Buchel maybe buying three things of the Red Zone. It, and also, Red Zone, like if, with my uh, TV package, it was $10 more a month. And it was the easiest $10 decision I've ever made. It actually was proof that I was an adult, too, because I quit trying to use uh, like 
crack streams and all sorts of stuff to get red zone. I was like, you know what? I'm spending the big bucks, an extra ten dollars a month, so I can get red zone. We had our we had our first fantasy draft spot drawing last night, Roush. Okay. See what, see what my draft spot's going to be. At mm-hmm. twelfth, uh, last spot. <laughs> I was at my buddy's house. We were just three league members were there, and I was just watching every other name besides mine. Get pulled out of the hat, but at least now I know, and I can start. I can start mocking. It is one thing. I'm not a big mock guy. Like I kind of just do like an hour or two of research, and then I just come in shoot, shooting from the hip. Yeah, really, I just like to have an idea of who's going to be around for like your first four rounds, and then after that, mocks are pretty much worthless. That that point, you kind of either know players that you want to target in later rounds or you just kind of go with best available for the most part or you fill out needs. But for the first four rounds, kind of nice to get an idea of like, so you can do some studying. You can do some research if you're between two people instead of doing it on the fly. And also just kind of gets you more in the mood, I think is the more than anything else. Um, but yeah, so yeah. fantasy football season right around the corner, NFL Right around the corner, high school starting in just uh, what two weeks? I think it's two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. And then, hey, four weeks from today, the big uh, the Big X kickoff classic. We uh, a lot of spots for you know only being open for 24, 48 hours. Take it up, uh, which is good. I, we already have more teams than I just thought we were going to have in general, and yeah. so that's that's great. Uh, it's going to be a really fun day. It's September 2nd, four weeks from today. Shotgun start. We're saying 9 o'clock. It'll probably be 9.15. But we'll be doing the show out there. So come while we're out there doing the show. Warm up. Get some putts in. Grab yourself a nice hot dog to get your morning started the right way. And let's all settle it out there on the course. We're going to have fun contests and fun games. And $120 a team. You can't beat that pricing. Email BigXScramble at Yahoo.com if you want to be involved. We are taking singles, so we, we've got uh, – I think I could fill up a single team right now if I needed to, but um, keep, keep them coming if, you, if you've got two people that are playing or, hey, we can't round it out. we got three. We can take care of you. Any and everybody welcome. BigXScramble at Yahoo.com. Just email that, and that and once, you're, once you get your reply, you're in. You don't need to pay anything right now. You'll pay at the course the day of the scramble. And, yeah, that means you could back out or you could end up not going. We hope that you don't do that because we're going to be getting stuff prepared for you. So once you're signed up, we got you locked in. But don't worry about payments till you get to the course. And uh, cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap for a fun oh, afternoon to get us ready for the college football season. Uh, just looking at the board, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to bet every football game that opening weekend of college football. I mean, it's just it's glorious. We've got Cincinnati at our Cincinnati playing Arkansas, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I mean, the, the, the Penn State Purdue opening night. We've got the backyard brawl that's coming back. Pitt versus West Virginia. The Mountaineers are live dogs, plus Dude, six and a half. That's a big one for old Neil Brown. He loses that one, and Mountaineer yeah. fans. Because what do you? What do you? We need to go to a break here soon, and we'll come back. We'll bring it UK centered. We'll laugh and make fun of, and do all all sorts of shenanigans. What do you think the the tone is for Neil Brown? How how are West Virginia fans feeling about him? It kind of seems like they're just lukewarm. Yes, yes, but I think they. 
the expectations are pretty high going into this year. And uh, like, like this, this has potential to be the breakthrough year. And I think if you're a West Virginia fan, you're excited because you know Oklahoma's going to be down. So there's a lot of opportunity to, to do well uh, in the Big 12. You just have to – JT Daniels just has to be good. And you're, you're kind of – it's hard to know if he is any good or not. But, hey, they got his old uh, OC from USC, Graham Harrell is uh, calling plays now for the Mountaineers. So it's a big year. It is no doubt a big year for them. And to start with a rivalry game that's been away, Pitt should, Pitt should stink this year. They lost everybody from that team. So, like, I'm th- that that's going to be uh, an exciting game uh, on that first Saturday of college football season. Intern Jacob, where did Graham Harrell go to college? Um, that's actually on a Thursday night, too. <laughs> Oklahoma State. Good game. Oh, Good idea. Close. Yeah, right conference. Texas Tech. He was, yeah, he was Mike Leach's uh, quarterback. Yeah, when they uh, – Michael Crabtree. Crabtree. Yeah, those teams were those teams were really fun to watch. Would they get to number one in the country? Uh, it, they were number two for a while. I think that was in that 2007 season where like yeah. there was 20 number two. One teams. of the most magical college football seasons of all time. That 2007 season. There, I wonder if there is like a documentary on it. I mean, LSU lost two games and won the national championship. That's got to make that a 30 for 30 ESPN. Because you know Kentucky's going to get like at least a couple minutes of it, you know? Yeah, they lost two games after, what, week seven? Week seven and beyond and still won the national championship. <laughs> uh, it's pretty – maybe week six. But it's pretty hard to – that wouldn't happen. I guess maybe it could happen with the playoff now, but – Definitely back not when it was the BCS era. That was unheard of. But anyways, we'll go to a break. We'll come back. We need – wouldn't you know it, everybody? People are whining and complaining about something. Holy smokes. We will discuss that. We'll get to a lot of other stuff. Intern Jacob, we got faith in you. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Yeah. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You had you had wives and girlfriends thinking things similar to what their husbands and boyfriends were thinking. It was just so it was it was weird. You had butt cleavage. Too much butt cleavage. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin. Kalen is out six. So we got intern Jacob working the board and doing just a heck of a job. Make sure you tell him how great of a job he's doing. Intern Jacob, what's your Twitter? At Jacob Butchel. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, I didn't think kidding. so. I'm just kidding. You should follow him on Twitter. Uh, how would you rate your, your Twitter game? Uh, six out of 10. Let me ask you this. Do you have the tweets of X amount of people followed me today, X amount of people unfollowed me today? Yes. I don't know how to stop it. Oh, I changed God. my password. Oh, man. I've tried so many things, and I just can't get it to stop. You're one of those guys, huh? I'm, no. I don't know. Oh, that's all, right. that's all right. That's okay. Place. 
That's okay. It seems like a lot of people your age are. It must have been, maybe it's it's some age thing. You got some some virus on your computer. Um, whew, that's tough. But he's Jacob Butchel on. Is that how you pronounce it or Butchel? Butchel. Butchel. Okay. What's, what's weird is of all Butchel the followers that I know, um, like Paula Duca follows you. Why does Paula Duca follow you, Jacob? Who's, are you are you providing TVG? Like you providing horse racing knowledge that he needs to know? Oh yeah. He, yeah, we have like <laughs> weekly calls. <laughs> he wants he wants all the inside scoop. Need, needs no, needs to help picking the ponies. Yeah, he needs he needs a bad. Well, wow. makes his money. You can also text into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Thornton's they're fr- they're fun they're fresh they're flirty, and they're on a a corner in every Louisville. Uh, in every Louisville, yep. Every every Louisville that you could go to around the globe, you're going to find some Thorntons around there. Hey, there are. All right, let's play a game. Name states that have a Louisville. Mississippi. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's the only one I know. I know Kentucky. one more. I know one more. Colorado has a Louisville. The the one that's in uh, Mississippi is, if you've ever been to a game in Starkville, uh, you either pass it or they've got advertisements all about uh, what they call Louisville down there. There's like oh. a, it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big city nearby in Starkville, uh, yeah. but like, oh, well, you know, the car dealerships like, come on down to Chrysler Ford in Louisville and check it out today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, Thorntons are on every corner in the city of Louisville, Kentucky, is what I was trying to say, and they're great. You know all about their their breakfast that they have, fresh fruit. Delicious donuts. Trust me on their donuts. And then their breakfast sandwiches, top notch. They got a chef that takes care of all that stuff. What they're doing now, though, is on their app. You want to download it. It's going to tell you all about gas prices in your area. It's going to tell you about coupons or buy one, get ones. All their special deals are going to be right there at your fingertips. But there's also going to be a chance to win $10,000 at your fingertips. You're going to hit it. You're in. You hit it. You click it. Boom. You're registered. You may win $10,000 that week. They're going to do it every week up until the first week of September. And at that point, they're giving away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Get in on this. It'd be really cool if somebody we knew won something. So the only way you can win is if you play. So Thornton's is doing that. $10,000 Summer Cash Bash. I um, I need to apologize to our friends at Thornton's. Cash um, bash. I'm sorry. Last night, I was at a Thornton's and I was stopping to uh, grab just a couple of cold beverages. And somebody walked past me with a case of beer in each hand. And about four or five steps later, they just took off, ran out the door without paying. Boo. The the audacity. Roush chased him down. Justice was served. Yeah, vigilante justice. They get away? They did get away. (laughs) Did anybody yell or anything? Oh, yeah. Like, so... Well, the thing was, is it felt like they had five or six. It felt like they had more people working than normal. And one working person said something, but nobody else was nearby. And the dude was just gone, just like that. So, Kind of really crazy. Wanted, guy really wanted some beer. Yeah, he was thirsty, you know. It happens. Did you get some beer yourself? I did. I had a couple of those. Did you see where you did? I bet you felt proud when you were at the counter. Like, I'm paying for mine. Yeah. Here's I mean, my beer and my wallet. Oh, I definitely made the joke like, huh, maybe I should just start running too. 
Oh, did you? That's a. I bet they found that hilarious. <laughs> did you like do like a couple fake like moves for the door? Like, eh, no. oh, watch out! <laughs> watch out for me. Here I go. Dude, man, yeah. I, I was getting ready to do the same thing. Now, I would <laughs> oh, don't steal from Thornton's. That's no. one thing that it's not on the ad read, but I can safely say. Well, when you have the app, it feels like you're stealing sometimes because they're just <laughs> giving you deals left and right. <laughs> Give me gas for 20 cents off today. You think you're going to on that guy's app and like, buy two Bud Lights, just leave. <laughs> no, don't even buy them. Just pick up two Bud Lights and go. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Text on in, though. That's Send the story. app. 502-414-1450. Holy smokes, Roush. People are really mad about what arena UK is going to play Gonzaga in. Man, I'm glad I didn't see that online yesterday because that would have annoyed me. I, I online it was everywhere but, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna flat out say it most disappointed in my I mean Trevor Kelsey's delusional to that whole ordeal and the places where he gets most delusional Roush you can almost sense that it's where he is the most insecure or where he knows he's the most wrong like his Andrew Harrison take again he can think that Andrew Harrison was an overrated college player but to diminish the fact that he was a starter on two final four teams that is the sign of a of a player that had a good college basketball career Mm -hmm. individually and on a team and and he knows that and that's why he just digs his heels in so deeply on that he does it also with Kentucky scheduling I was I, I wanted I was gonna text Justin. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered anyways because he would have been sick. But like, we needed to pull some audio from them, just making mess in their diapers over the UK scheduling. Again, ladies and gentlemen, no team in the sports world, any sport, any level, any country has their schedule criticized more than Kentucky basketball. And this is example 1,961. They're going to Spokane to play a top three team and now with more Gonzaga fans in the building and people are, it just won't be this. It's it cows, classic, scared, terrified, not gonna, he, It's embarrassing. It's 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 embarrassing. I find it honestly funny. I, I almost like embrace it. Just seeing how dumb people can make their takes sound. They're yeah. playing. They're gonna have more fans at the arena, and I still haven't got like any. I still. I, I, I'm guessing this was UK's preference, Cal's preference, Cal, and and UK brought it up. That's my guess. I have seen one or two Gonzaga Gonzaga fans seem split on it. I've seen a couple quote unquote fans accounts that are that have whined about it, but in a lot of those replies are Gonzaga fans saying, "Hey, this is better. I, this is where I want. This was my preference." And I'm not that. That's truthful. That's actually in my limited ten minute research of Gonzaga what I found out. But I still think it was probably UK oriented Gonzaga. It, it really probably was, hey, we'll go to your place first, but can we have your place be this place? And I think Gonzaga probably was thinking, hey, we're loaded this year. Kentucky's got the national player of the year. They may not have him next year. They'll still be loaded the following year. It'll still be Kentucky, but we won't have Drew Timmy. We won't have some of these guys. Yes, let's just get it up at our place the first year, and then we'll worry about the rest later. 
maybe that's how it went down. I don't know. But first off, if you're a Gonzaga fan and you're whining about it, well, then sucks to suck. You just had John Calipari come into your negotiating room and say, hey, we'll play you, but this is where we're playing you. And you all just sucked it up and said, yep, absolutely. We'll take whatever you tell us, John Calipari. So first off, suck on suck suck it. Just suck it. If that's if that is actually how it went down and you're gonna whine about it, just know that John Calipari told you where we're gonna play in your city. So that's something that you gotta you gotta settle with. But I do think Gonzaga fans are a little conflicted on it based on replies that I saw. It makes sense. They're gonna make more money, they're gonna be able to sell more tickets. I saw people saying there there's nothing in there's nothing in the ticket sales. This is all a TV deal. That's baloney for a place like Gonzaga. Ticket sales absolutely would matter. Season ticket sales would matter. This this would be a big problem. Your your tickets is good. Yes, I'm not I'm not an athletic administrator, but I would think that doubling the amount of your gate is a good thing. Yeah. So there's reasons why Gonzaga maybe also didn't care so much to move it to the to the big arena. Uh, I, and yesterday, I was like, I want to see who's to say that Gonzaga wasn't the ones to be like, yeah, we'll play to this arena. We'll be able to. Stop. I don't think that was the case based on some reactions and what I've seen. I still don't know definitively, but it was probably Kentucky who oriented. But goodness gracious, no other team in America, period, would have people whining so much over where they played a game. Get over it. Kentucky's going to the house of a number three team. It just may be their alternate house, and they're going to play against more fans. They're going to have more fans in the building. Opposed yeah, I, to fans. I, I can't get all wound up over a take um, on this. I mean, it's it's a home and home. Uh, they're going to an arena with more people. I think it'd be just as, if not more so intimidating. I don't know. I, I just don't really care. Um I'm just pumped they're playing in Zaga. If I was going to have any sort of hot take, I would say, hey, Cal, um, anybody that wants to play you wants you to lose. That 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 applies to every team you play. They they all want you to lose. I don't know why you're bringing that up. That that was that was kind of weird. But I, mean, I think he was just bringing it up to be like, hey, they don't care where we play. They just want us to lose the game. Yeah, which should be the case. Right? I mean, national media shouldn't really care if UK loses or wins the game. Is it? Is it? Do you just? Is this just a a nitpicking thing because it's fun? And it's the summer, and we we've got you know college basketball is nothing else to talk about. Like like the like the Gary Parish Matt Norlander recap we got earlier this week. Is that is that? Are people just getting all fired up because they have nothing else to get fired up over? Certainly, there's a part of that. They're just. You, you got to have takes on the the news that's out there. But there's a constant trend of criticizing UK's schedule, which is continually just one of the best in the country from an out-of-conference standpoint. And now that the SEC has toughened up, beefened up, it's tougher in conference as well. Here, here's UK's schedule here for this upcoming season. Ranked teams. They're going to play Gonzaga, who may some have as preseason number one, but preseason top three. They're going to play Arkansas twice, so we're up to three games. Arkansas preseason number six in some places. This is a post off House of Blue from DLH, by the way. Oh, thanks, DLH. 
they're going to play number eight Kansas. So now we're up to Kansas preseason number eight. So we're up to four games against top ten teams. They're going to play Tennessee twice, uh, preseason number nine. So let me do the math on that one. That's up to six preseason. Preseason. That's six games against preseason top ten teams already. And we're Pretty not good. done. Oh, actually, we're not done. Number ten, UCLA. So uh-huh. seven games against preseason top ten. Is uh, Arkansas preseason top ten? Yeah, I mentioned them. Two games. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're number six. Auburn, number 13. Cats will play them once. Some places have A&M ranked. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it, but they will play A&M. Mm-hmm. Michigan preseason number 19. They play them. Alabama is preseason number 21. That's two games against Alabama. And number 25, Michigan State, who the Cats will have in the Champions Classic. That is a ton of games against ranked teams. I don't know. What more you can ask for? (laughs) Play at the Kittle. Do it at the Kittle. They're scared about you. I've never heard of the like. This would also be different too if if <laughs> Kentucky was supposed to play Duke at Cameron Indoor. I've never heard of Gonzaga's Arena before. The Kennel. N- no idea that was called a thing. It, it, I, it's it's a good home court arena. I think they've won sixty seven straight home games there. It's a tough place to play. It would have been fun to break that strike to to have that on the line to be able to break that streak, but. Well, you know, if it was if it mattered so much to Gonzaga, they could have said no, and the game couldn't have happened. But and I, you know, Cal's tweets, I I don't think they were the best thing in the world. I think you you could have just, uh, you know, I I also don't care. I also don't care either. But yeah, I don't think it was. He maybe shouldn't have tweeted it or tweeted it, tweeted it, worded it differently, but. It's an incredible – I mean, that may be 18-plus games against ranked teams in a schedule that you play 32 games, 18 of 32 maybe against ranked teams. That That's unheard of. It's just – it's something that doesn't happen. Or if it does or if it does or has, it's incredibly rare. So you know what's, what's people, great, people can, people can get over that they're going to go face more Gonzaga fans in a slightly bigger arena. Wee. I'm just I'm just so happy that one week from now we're not going to be discussing that. We're going to be talking about a basketball game that we watched. <sighs> yeah, and I and, and one more thing cuz I again, the the quotes, the audio clips that we could have pulled from the Mike Rutherford show yesterday. UofL canceled a game against DePaul because you all thought you were going to lose. <laughs> So I don't need any scheduling critiquing, criticism, or comments unless you're just trying to provide us with some grade A humor because that's what you're doing. You all canceled a game against DePaul. Kentucky is playing Gonzaga in a 7,000 bigger seat arena. And secondly, Louisville, if, if you care so much about where teams play Gonzaga, why don't you go play Gonzaga? Yeah, but they they don't they don't they probably don't care. They probably don't care to play U of L. Doesn't work out for their schedule. Kentucky, they'll move things around. We'll tell them what, which arena we will play in, and they'll say, "Yep, please, we're happy to have you." 
and you all just keep canceling games against DePaul and getting picked to finish second to last in the ACC. God, what a bunch of losers. God, I, at the end of the day, Kentucky's going to win the game, and this will all be fake news, so I'm, I'm not too worried about it. Rash, I really – all this – if it has – if this has done one thing besides provide some laughs and some radio content, it has fired me up more to want to win this game. Where, like, it is house money one way or another. If you lose, you're not getting punished for it. But there is a sense of, like, I want so badly for the Cats to win. Well, one, because I'm a UK fan and I always do. But two, just so I can hear people say, if it had been at the Kittle, if, if you hadn't been too scared, Trevor will have an hour on it the following day if it happens. It'll just be sweet, sweet music to my ear. So even more so now, I think this game has moved up in importance in, in my personal rankings. Yeah, it, um, man, it's going to be so much fun. I, like, I, I, can't, I can't also be that. It was, what, two days ago it got announced that it was happening and we were over the moon. It, it, it felt kind of like a, a pipe dream, an improbable pipe dream. And it's, it's actually going to happen. I'm just freaking pumped that it's happening. We, we, yeah, it's it, going to be an awesome. Drew Timmy versus Oscar Sheboy. How yeah. amazing is that? Yeah. I mean, ah, so you great. You couldn't ask for a better matchup. Hey, Ross, why, you couldn't ask for a better pair of sunglasses than the ones you get at Shady Rays. Why don't you tell everybody about them? Oh, they're outstanding. Uh, polarized sunglasses for, you know, it, they, they, they can charge a lot at some places, but not at, at Shady Rays. Not only uh, do they help you see clearly now, but they're also stylish too. I really, uh, I, I have one, I have a couple pair of Shady Rays because they are so inexpensive. And when you use the promo code Big X, you get 25% off. But I, I have one pair, TJ, that when I put on, I do just like, they're like my, I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself today. Just feel good. Look good, feel good, play good. You can get that feeling too when you go to shadyrays.com and put in promo code Big X for 25% off at checkout. Yeah, I think it was Dr. Mantis Toboggan who said that if you look good, feel good, you blog good too. Yep, that, that, he definitely said that. That's a proven study. Uh, get your text into the Thornton's text line 502 414 1450. Uh, maybe read a couple before we head to the hour one break, or do you have any other topics that you want to get off your, your chest? No, Rush, can I uh, tell my story? Oh, yeah. Jacob right, says he has a, a – this was a big tease okay, let me, during the let, break. Let me preface it. During the break, I caught it late too. Jacob, I think – and Jacob, you can correct me if I'm wrong, or Roush, you can correct me if I'm wrong – said, Roush, I heard somebody had a, a story about you, and it seemed somewhat ominous in the way it was presented. Hmm. I'm curious. Jacob, what yeah, so – So I was actually talking to – the gotcha girls. Bow, bow, bow. Me and Scoots have been here the whole time. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, suck it. Suck it, Roush. So Scoots just didn't talk on radio, on his own radio show. He gets paid to talk on for 54 minutes. I, mean, I am not I am not sick. What a, so you just. Oh, they, you pranked you took, us. You, yeah. took an hour, you took an hour off work. That's a sick prank. It, it was supposed to only be the first segment, but then you all blah, blah, blah about Gonzaga for 25 minutes, and Jacob couldn't find the time to squeeze it in. I was like, come on, Jacob, you got to jump in. I've, I've got things to say here. Uh, yeah, so I'm good. Not uh, we, we, just really? wanted to, we just wanted to prank you back from earlier this week. I thought it would be a fun little thing to do with the intern. 
Well, um, I, I, TJ, the, the, I think we all know what the producers can and can't do. They, they can get us on the air. They cannot prank us. They just, oh. It's, this, this is not set up, everybody. This is this is totally real. Justin's <laughs> prank was not working for an hour. Oh God! Well, I was actually I was I was really impressed with um, with Jacob if he was doing it by himself. So, like, was he actually doing any of this by himself or none no? Of so, none of it. No. You know, he is in studio. I'm yeah. in studio. He okay. he had the bright idea that either way he was going to come in studio just because he was skeptical about if you all asked to send a picture for whatever reason. So he was like, I'll just come in just to make it realistic. So we had all our bases covered. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so intern Jacob got up probably 30 minutes earlier than he had, drove probably 20 miles, and Roush and I got pranked. But I think I think intern would say it was worth it, right? Oh, it was definitely worth it. I mean, we your prank so good. TJ, just like it. everything down from everything down to even your text to me after I sent you the message was just, uh, just provided comedy for us all morning. So, well, I was like, all right, if you've been thrown up since two thirty and you're texting us thirty minutes before, Justin, come <laughs> well, on. Well, so so that was also planned. We didn't want. I was. I said I was gonna. Jacob was like, don't text until six fifty, and I was like, no, Jacob, that's not like me. I'll probably text him around six fifteen. And he's like, oh, well, you don't think they'll try to come to the studio, do you? So that's why I waited till 630. Uh, no, I probably would have got me more riled up if you had done 655. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And here we were giving you well wishes. That was fun. I still need well wishes. For the I, I just love the thought of a prank is we're going to tell them that you're sick and you're not. I hope Dugan pranks you by, like, you know, really giving you a stern lecture and, like, getting super personal and just really ripping into you. And then afterwards, just like, all right, we're I'm pranking you. Just a joke. Just having a fun goof with you. I, I, I saved him an HR visit, so we don't have to take care of that anymore. I think you may be finding yourself a di – I mean, you just took off at work for an hour. I think you may be finding yourself a different yeah, HR visit. And, I, was, I was producing the whole time. And of course, I haven't taken this opportunity to act actually teach intern Jacob how to work the board. <sighs> I know how to work the board, and, and there is some truth to that you're not in tip-top health, Justin. You could, I mean, you oh, know, very well. Splatty platties, they they take their revenge. They do, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have too many of them last night. That's good. That's good. Uh, all right, well, great prank, fellas. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man. All right. Hour one done. Hour two, Kentucky Roll Call. Coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, intern Jacobs, and Justin Kalen here today. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. 
Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We have a full house after all. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob, after one of the most controversial pranks of all time. Was it good or was it horrible? We'll leave it to the Thornton's text. Abe just shook his head no in disgust. He says no. Isn't that right, buddy? Yes, it's good dog. Oh, and Justin left the meeting. So he another hilarious prank from Scoots, I would imagine. No, he's in, intern Jacob. They call no, him Frank Sinatra. That's not a prank. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a prank. Well, that's what I would say too if I was pranking again. Hmm. I guess Roush at some point, someday, some year, we'll have to get him back, you know? Oh no. That's gonna be so hard. <laughs> I got my eye on you too. Oh, text not into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I, I was even sending over the text line, too. So, like, I mean, really, just in, Justin just didn't work for an hour. He produced the whole time. Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it's so hard. I'm in the studio. Look, And we've had several, several texts in the last... Uh, 10, 15 minutes. He hasn't he haven't he hasn't sent those bad boys over. So he's neglecting his duties again. I'll I'll talk to him about that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you let him know. You let him know. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Roush, any big sports stories that we missed besides talking about the Cowboys for ten minutes and then uh, making fun of the schedule whiners? Uh, people were had way too big of takes on the jerseys. Two of those jerseys will only be worn once ever, so I wouldn't get too – and one will be worn twice, so I wouldn't get too worked up about them one way or another. We had instant reaction on the show. I I do like them all, I, and, I, and I'm generally – it would take something really hideous for me to not like a Kentucky basketball jersey. There's been a couple that I haven't liked, but, yeah, they're fine by me. It turns out that they had the players' input on them, and maybe even use some fan concepts because there's some really similar designs out there. And I tell you what, I would love to buy a pair of the white shorts. Um, they're those are sweet. And all, overall, I liked all the jerseys, but they're not wearing them all. They're they're not they're not wearing them more than once, with the exception of one, which will be worn twice. So don't get too worked up. I, I was surprised that you did even have some like like some of the we so, the. the there's still some traditionalists out there who are just like, I don't like them. These are gross. And this is like, well, this just goes to show you too that everybody's got jersey takes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're happy to to spread them, share them as, as much as possible. But I think they're cool. Glad like we're getting the little, I like the little trees. Yeah, fun. Yeah, they were fun. But besides um, that, bring on the real basketball next week. Oh, man. It's going to be so exciting. I – uh I'm still not sure, you know, who uh, like the the Carleton College, the Dominican team. Like, I I don't know any of the players. Like, are, are any of these teams going to be good? I don't I don't know, but I don't care. I'm just going to be happy to be watching Kentucky basketball. Yeah, we'll we'll get more of like a breakdown on on Monday. Switching over to football recruiting briefly, or just football football recruiting first. But I also have a football question for you as well, Roush. Uh, are the cats angling for a commitment this weekend? Oh, they could be. There's a uh, uh, two commitments incoming uh, on Saturday from a pair of U- of, of UK targets, and 
probably going to be splitting them. So Nikhil Beatron, he's a guy that we've, I don't know how much we've talked about on here, but he's been a target for the last month or so. They got him on campus for an official visit. He's the offensive tackle from Philly that was previously committed to Colorado. He was going to announce last Saturday. Instead, he went to College Station. And, uh, yeah, that, that the visit, eh, not what Kentucky needed to see. Did not go well. Uh, so Well, it went too well, and that's right. for UK. Not well for UK. Exactly, exactly. So, um, probably going to end up at Texas A&M, but... Uh, there, there was a pleasant surprise yesterday when Chad Simmons uh, flipped his pick on Jeremiah Anglin to Kentucky. And the thing that I really appre- would appreciate about this, TJ, if Anglin picks UK, not only is it another big win for Chris Collins, a kid who's a four-star defensive back by most recruiting services, uh, this would be the second time that Florida State thought they had a really talented prospect committed to play defensive back for him, and Kentucky was just like, "No, no, no!" Oh man, like what suck at Florida State. You broke up there. What did Kentucky do? They could just say, "No, no, no." Oh, uh, there's a skip. You keep skipping during just, what the no, Kentucky I mean, said. No, what was the stop? Just, just stop. <laughs> what was it? I didn't hear it. You're not going to say good, the no, 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 no thing again. You're, good, not, you're just good, not going to. It's a good. It's a good bit. It's a good get, though, right? Yes, it would be a okay. very good get. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, this, this show. What the? You, you guys. <laughs> you're in your stupid prank. That wasn't a, off the rails. You were skip. You were skipping on me. It wasn't a prank. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust anybody anymore in this damn radio show. Ralph, you weren't skipping. You, it could have been my internet. My internet sometimes gets, <laughs> uh, messes up. It could have just been a me thing. There's no way it can be proven one way or another. All right. Uh, oh, also, did you see that? Is there any update on Chris Rodriguez before I before I I, I give you another caveat? No, I, I don't have. There never. I didn't really have a Chris Rodriguez update either, other than I was just like, oh, I've just got this feeling. So, yeah, no, no, I haven't seen the Chris Rodriguez update. Not really an update, but it seems like the, I hate to use this word, but the vibes around Chris Rodriguez have been more positive that maybe it's a one-game suspension, maybe it's none. At worst, I think your former ex-boss said it was four. So all those Kentucky could theoretically live with, be okay with. And ideally, the fewer the better for Kentucky football purposes. Yeah, there was the one. Better. There was one media member who was saying, "Like I, I'm, I'm hearing it's not good. Like it's actually anybody saying it is good is is mistaken. Sadly, it's actually who's not. That? It's uh, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't because it's behind a paywall, so I don't know. Well, there's not too many people like talk behind. Well, I guess they technically talk behind paywalls at like the Herald Leader or something. Was it John Hale? Those I I get stumped by those paywalls all the time, and then I always forget the logins, and it's a huge. Even if you're logged in, they log you out all. Yes, the time. every time. It drives, it it every drives time. me insane. It, it makes me significantly less likely to go back, and that's a that's a mistake on the on theirs. But I'll just it, it was it was. It was behind a paywall somewhere. Huh. Yeah, I don't think that anybody knows anything right now. Uh, like, 
my guess, my hunch from yesterday is probably as good as anything. I just like, hadn't heard anything negative in for a long time in that situation. Everything was trending positive. He was around for picture day. They put him on the media cover. He was smiling, looking happy, practicing, doing that stuff. So I, it, it's the first. It's been the first step in the wrong well, direction. And, uh, and here's, I think that if you. If somebody's like, man, there seems like there's a lot of positivity around. It's like, well, just because, because pe- media are back around and we're seeing him regularly now. You know, people are taking his pictures, running through drills and stuff like that. Like that's you're going to see him at practice tomorrow for UK Football Fan Day. Uh, but this is what's that's been the case all summer long. Like it's been kind of almost business as usual for Chris and the team as far as what's happening on practice at practice during workouts, all that sort of stuff. So. Um, yeah, I, th- that's why I think there would be more positivity just because we're around more. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, and that makes, that makes sense. Um, thought it was interesting. I wasn't sure if it was something that was making the rounds in media circles or not, but it sounds like it was an outlier, but, uh, somebody that, that, that I trust or has, has good sources more times than not. So Interesting. Maybe we'll hear more about it. Maybe we won't. All right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, "My apologies if you've covered this. I'm pretty sure if I can get off work, I'll have a foursome for the scramble. I'll email once you answer the question. Do we pay up front or at the scramble? At the scramble. At the scramble. There you go. At the big X scramble, September second, nine o'clock. Shotgun start." $120 for a foursome. Can't beat that price. That's the big X, baby. We're... Have you all ever played in a scramble where you paid up front? Because I never have. Yes, I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Especially like uh, my alumni, the sales alumni scramble. They just, hmm. why have cash on hand when you can just do it online? So, Wait. I'm just curious. Justin, are you asking, you're saying you have only paid up front at scrambles? No, I've only ever paid at the course. Like I've never paid up front for a scramble. That's I'm I'm confused why so many people are asking this. Okay. Um I I yeah, well I've I've done I've done Bofa. Gotcha. Huh. What's Bofa? <laughs> Bofa those options. <laughs> <laughs> it was at this time. A texter says the white Bahamas jerseys are perfect. The blue and black ones are just okay. Don't love the shoulder thing. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the shoulder thing either. I'm not really crazy about the shorts, but I do like the lettering and the numbering. And then the white ones are pretty good. I think the arc is a little more severe than I would like, but I don't mind a a bent Kentucky. Um, I think I like straight across more, but it's probably time that they're going to not have it straight across because it's been straight across for a really long time. When when were the 06, 07? Uh, Yeah, it had been Billy G. Patrick yeah. Patterson, yeah. yeah. You got to go back. So that's – we'll I'm, probably I'm, maybe bring back a little twist to the Kentucky. A I think what you said um, – I just can't look at the white ones without seeing the women's jerseys. There's two – two arced. But, uh, you know, here I am nitpicking. I think the the shorts are cool, though, for the, the like the blue and the black shorts. Really like that. Uh, the the white shorts uh, those are those are sharp. I'm a big fan of those. My texture says uh, personal preference. Well, like that, but that's what makes them look so clean. I mean, they're just like a, a shiny, nice white, and then the blue really it, it pops. Pop. 
Cal is in his bag with these Gonzaga tweets. I don't think it was the best string of tweets, but I also don't think that it was like, he's scared. Look at him. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to just put the phone down. Uh, well, I mean, I, I kind of like that he's like tweeting more and having a little bit more fun, and I think he is probably pretty confident about this season. I also don't think he has the schedule that he has if he if he doesn't feel confident that his team can do some special things. I'm all right with it. I just think that that wasn't you know it, that wasn't a a plus series of tweets. It, it wasn't his best work, but no. who cares? You go on, life moves on, and uh, it's still a game that everybody in the college basketball world will be watching. Uh, Texter on Thornton's text line says, meant stylistically that Reeves reminds me of quickly. Don't expect him to match his production at all, but he scores in similar ways. Yeah, you know, quickly was, I I can see it, and I can see it from one practice. I'll need to see more of it, obviously. But the way he could catch and shoot, very quickly-esque, and then also seems like he's going to be able to do a pump fake, a little jab step, and then take somebody off the dribble and, and hopefully knock down that floater. But that little floater for quickly, whoo! Best UK, best UK player with that little what six footer. Just yeah. let it. You know, Shea was really good at it too. Fox was good at it. I think of quickly first though when I think of people I who shoot that shot. Yeah, and you know, it didn't. You didn't have as much of it with the Harrisons. Ulysses, you did, but he was almost more likely just to stop at the elbow and shoot, and then. Different kind of styles for Knight and Wall. I don't know if that's just kind of basketball has changed, but they'd be more either to stop at the elbow and shoot or just go straight at the rim and try to go for contact. Knight could do that floater, but um, you didn't see a ton from it from from Wall. But, yeah, I'm definitely going quickly, weirdly enough. Wouldn't have guessed that going into the season. That was one of the most unbelievable turnarounds between two seasons, between a player. A texter says, and, you know, you could also maybe put Oscar in that boat. He was losing time at West Virginia because they had better options, that he wasn't playing well enough. And then the next year that he's eligible to play college basketball, he puts up the best numbers in 40 years. That's a pretty unbelievable turnaround. The narrative that Cal doesn't develop players still gets tossed around from time to time, but those people tell on themselves for being dinguses when they do it. How can you explain that? I mean, two of the most, two of the better college basketball turnarounds probably in the last 10 years. And both of them by Calipari, somebody not known for, he just rolls the ball out there. A texter on the Thornton's text line says something about Norlander that annoys me more than the rest of the crew. At least Goodman and Parrish will actually talk about Kentucky rather than acting like the biggest program in college basketball doesn't exist. More like Nerdlander, am I right? I have no, I don't, certainly no personal issues with Norlander. I do agree that, I mean, I I feel like I see more soccer coverage or tweets. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure that you and I both have more followers than him too. He is a he lives online in a bizarre way. Yeah, no, Matt Norlander. One of those college. I, I was shocked at how few followers one of these college basketball writers had. I might be thinking of a of a different CBS one, um, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it isn't Norlander. It, it might have been Kyle Boone or something. Uh, mm. One of those other CBS Sports College basketball writers, I was like, how do you only have 9,000 followers when you write for CBS? I just wish there was more people that just didn't seemingly have an agenda covering college basketball. 
And that's not even like, no, you just want people to be nice about UK. When they deserve to have, be, to have people be nice to them, yes, that's what I do want. Like, Kentucky's putting together a monster team. It should be a good season. Going and playing at Gonzaga, regardless of the arena, is a cool game. Don't make a, a bigger deal of it than it needs to be. That's a that's a good thing for college basketball. And, of course, just these people that hate Calipari, their first reaction is to go to – it would be better for the sport if it was at the, the kennel. Who Really, like, who who cares? <sighs> but all of them, all of them do. Um, you know, that's, I guess, kind of the sign of the times. A texter, where, where are we in the text line? What's next? Uh, one person says, I've never been a fan of black jerseys in any sport. I know people like the football black jerseys and chrome helmets, but personally, I think the chrome numbers look better with the blue jerseys. And that's personal preference. I, I get it, especially if they're not your school color. But you know what? Not a fan of the black. I think it's a a, a cool look to roll out every once in a while. Yeah, I, something different. I, I'm sick of the anthracite jerseys. I'll tell you that much. And would much rather prefer just true black jerseys and football, but use maybe like once a year. Mm-hmm. And same with basketball. I I think just the blue and the white jerseys generally look too good to want to have black into the rotation. But every you know again every every blue moon. Why the heck not? They look good. I just I like the blue and the white ones usually a little bit better. But I do wish we the anthracite. It's just it doesn't work for me. Maybe at some point it'll be like, hey, you know what, nostalgia or tradition. But I, who I'm not there yet. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. But the, the you like the coal whistle though, right? Oh yeah, I love the coal whistle. That doesn't need to go anywhere. Nothing gets me more pumped up than the coal whistle. That doesn't need to go anywhere. They yeah, put that but- in the EA game, right? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah. That's what I love to hear. That means that coal whistle is probably going to be a staple at the Krogue. I, I would I would like for them to get an actual whistle, though. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And they could you even know, have, like, you know, you could have... Steam coming out of it, like you're watching the Flintstones. It could be, like, a special privilege to be, like, the coal whistle puller the of the game. Yeah. There yeah. some of the... Yeah, the, the coal whistle tutor. Justin, you you'd, be a good, you'd be a good tutor. I would be, yeah. It's it's kind of like the Miami or Miami Minnesota Vikings with their big horn. I'm I'm actually oh. surprised that Kentucky doesn't actually have like a a horn that blows out smoke and all that. Surprise! So uh, when my sisters play basketball at Northern Kentucky, they're the Norse. So they for their senior year, they rolled out one of those big horns, um, like you talk like you talked about, Justin, uh, in Minnesota, and they they called it the the calling of the Norse. And they would have a special person do it each game, um, but like that, it, it was just they would act like they were blowing into it, and they would play the sound effect over the microphone. Uh, so it, it wasn't a real horn, but it was so awesome. And for senior night, uh, the the parents got to be the ones that called them, and I was very jealous of my dad. I was like, oh, gosh, I want I want I want to be the guy out there to like pump up the crowd and like. Come on, let me hear you. You know, before giving like a big, uh, you know, a, a, a nice one-two before stepping up to toot that horn, man. A hearty blow is what you were looking for. <sighs> so much fun! Remember when they did the big blue drum for like two games? Yeah, that was that was a bad idea. I don't know. Yeah. Who the, we're gonna get a great football player to bang this drum, and it's just Art still just about to destroy a drum because he's hitting the thing so hard. Well, just know KRC started the actual real coal whistle movement, 
and we need that at the at the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like South Carolina has their stupid little gamecock on the sideline. We we could have a little toot toot whistle. There's a development in that too, TJ. They, I saw they, all the headlines. They, yeah, um, uh, Hotspur might not be back on the sideline for South Carolina home games, all over a dispute. Uh, it was one of those things too. It was like too long, didn't read. As I, I, I click well, on it, no, it actually is a really weird reason, and we're going to tell you what that reason is when we return. How about that? I can't. I can't read this story, dude. Find out why South Carolina's stupid little bird may be banned from the sidelines when Big Exports Radio's Kentucky Roll Call returns after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's running Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. Text in to the Thornton's text line and pop on into a Thornton's today. Get yourself uh, some ice cream or a slushie, a sweet treat for this summer day at Thornton's. And get in that cash bash. Do not forget about the summer cash bash either. Yeah. Love cash bash from Thornton's. Um, TJ, Sir Big Spur, we got to tell our listeners why he might not be on the sideline this season. He's, he's Mr. Big Spur to me. I'm not calling oh. him Sir. Oh, the disrespect. I uh, was actually on a radio show in Spartanburg yesterday and got into a shouting match with the guy who wants UK to schedule. Uh, he wants UK to earn more respect from the college football world with a tougher non-conference schedule. Well, you can't make Louisville be better at football, can you, Roush? Nope. Can't do it. I can't, can't either. Yeah. Uh, did you all really get in a shouting match? I mean, I was just I, – I, I almost wanted to there, – there was – very much, and then he went from that to transitioning to asking about basketball. It's like, dude, you're such a hack. Can you just ask me about Kentucky football and not like it was? Wow! It was, wow! Yeah, wow. I'm, yeah, yeah. Very, very disappointed with the, that interview yesterday. And I, I'll, I'll debate or whatever. But it's like, dude, just be better. Just or just ask me about the team. It was. Uh, he got me fired up though, so I guess it was decent radio. Somebody find me <laughs> the podcast or audio of this interview. I want to. Uh, sounds electric. I felt like I was going on the hyperbole though, and he was like trying to get the gotcha girls on me, and I'm like, dude, this is an old stupid argument. And the only thing that made me mad, I was like, oh, because beating South Carolina every year is is isn't getting enough respect. That's what I should have retorted with, but I, I had a bunch of other things. Did you didn't? Uh, you should have. You should. I should have. I should have dug it there, but instead, I'm like, I'm used to having that argument with Louisville people, so I just kept bringing Louisville up. Um, yeah. Like, oh, and also Arkansas this year. Like, Arkansas is going to BYU. What do you do? They open the season against Cincinnati. Their schedule is insane. They're doing themselves no favors. Yeah, if you win the games, be doing yourself some favors. Yeah, there's one more game stretch. They'll beat Cincinnati. They'll beat Cincinnati easily. 
Yeah, yeah, no, and they should um, if they, if they're as good as they people expect them to be this year. But the BYU one is in the middle of conference play. They play like uh, it's like you have A and M at home. You go to Alabama and then you go to BYU. It's some it's some silly like four game streak where it's like why are you doing this to yourselves? And that's that's the whole point of the college football argument. Like you gain nothing except Joe Slapdick's respect uh, for scheduling somebody difficult. Whoa. It does nothing. Family show. Uh, Intern Jacob, my philosophy has always been, I I don't, I think Kentucky, I don't really get worked up about it one way or another, but if Louisville were a top 25 program consistently, nobody would say anything about Kentucky's schedule to begin with, but they're not, and they haven't been for a good while. So I would like one more tougher out-of-conference game. It could be a regional rival, potentially. Uh, It could be Cincinnati, so uh, it doesn't even have to be Power 5 necessarily. But I'd like something just to start the season, maybe a neutral site game somewhere, give the fans something to get excited about uh, throughout the season, something a little bit more than your Miami of Ohio. That being said, if Louisville just got better at football, this would be a non-issue. Yeah, I mean, that game's at the end of the year, but everybody's acting like, all the top 25 teams are going head-to-head the first week. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a few, like, good games the first week, but not everybody's playing Alabama your first week. I mean, it's the first week, for God's sake. Yeah, there there are some good matchups, but you are limited to a degree. Alabama's playing Utah State in week one. Now, they, they do go to Texas, I think, the following week, or they play them on a neutral site. But, yeah, not everybody can play everybody week one. Um, and – Ultimately, if uh, I'm of the belief if you want to play a great Power 5 team, you want them on your schedule, well, then play them in the bowl game after you have a hell of a season. So. Well, Supreme – or go ahead, Jacob. We're in the SEC, too. Like, who do you want us to play? There's only a handful of teams that we can play out of conference that are worth anything. Supreme scheduling leader Trevor Kelsey is, is really mad UK and IU don't play in football anymore, which is – so hilarious but that being said like if they scheduled that game for hey a home and home not like a big long-term thing i'd be all right with it i'd be fine with it i think it's a game a game kentucky should win both of them and both but, of them. but those are like or you know play west virginia and cincinnati that'd be a good time too uh, I would love a chance just one year you know playing ohio state and cincinnati i think that'd be a real hoot for everybody involved but but if Louisville just were a better program than UK is playing on any given year, probably eight good teams. Vanderbilt would be your one bad conference opponent, three out of conference. Eight out of fours, eight out of four is more than you can ask for. And it's more than most teams do. So in all fairness, I think Kentucky gets more out of playing a Miami, Ohio than Indiana. I mean, Indiana won two games last year. What You beat Indiana, that does nothing for your schedule. I mean, similar with Miami, Ohio, but still. Yeah, it's a it's a Power 5 opponent that you'll occasionally have, have recruiting battles against, not necessarily always UK, Indiana, Final 2, but they'll go after, they'll be in the same Final 6 or the Final 8 every now and then. So I, I think you still get more out of playing in Indiana just than being a Big Ten program. But uh, I like you crapping on your own football team. I'll, I'm not gonna not gonna stop you. 15, 20 years ago, I'm all about it. Yeah, give me give me Kentucky on the schedule as an Indiana fan, no problem. But Kentucky over that span has figured out 
hey, we're in the SEC. We might want to act like it. And that's exactly what Stoops has done. So I don't want any part of playing Kentucky. It'd be a loss every year. And Roush, it, it, it defends your point more than my point, but and, and well said, Justin, but Kentucky scheduling has worked out well for the program. And I think that's what I think that's what bothers some of the haters and losers of which there are many, mm-hmm. is that it, it has worked. And they're so they gotta figure out something that doesn't work for Kentucky. So natural defense, play a tougher schedule. They want to play a tougher schedule so Kentucky maybe loses more games. But there's no denying that their strategy of getting back on track and starting to build this thing, it worked. It was successful. They did the right thing. Now the question is, can you enhance it or do you elevate it by adding another game? Or are you happy where you're at? And then there's also the threat. uh, It it nearly went the other way where you're playing nine conference games next season. So, or the season out, whenever it would have been, but it would have been pretty soon. It seems like that's off the horizon for now, but you're also probably going to get that at some point as well. So, uh, again, similar to basketball, goodness gracious, find something else to complain about. I, uh, it, back to what started this though, South Carolina, the live mascot down there might be done. They, God, what st- a tangent. I know, right? Uh, just all over me getting into it with some hawk down there. Um, but the trademark for Sir Big Spur expired. And now there's a new family that owns the bird. And this family, they want the bird to live its normal bird life, which is the Googler, uh, the comb over, the little red uh, thing. On, on the chicken, it, it it helps regulate body temperature. Um, so they don't want to clip it, but every other one of these Big Spur guys has had it clipped, so he looks more like a real Gamecock. So they're fighting over whether uh, it's like cruel to the bird or not. The, the new owners don't want to clip this. The other people are like, yeah, but Big Spur's got it clipped, so we should clip it. And that, that's kind of what that, that's at the heart of what they're fighting over. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Can they just go get another bird? I think all of the birds have this, though. So they're just talking about, like, moving forward, do you clip this thing? Yes. I just, I don't know why, like, just, if they don't want to do it, then don't let them do it. I I don't know. Otherwise, they'll they'll be the South Carolina chickens. Yeah, so I I guess it probably makes it look more like, uh, like a rooster chicken. I guess like they a, a ferocious game hawk. Oh, I, I I put it on my I put it on some so some form of social media. I forget which one, Snapchat or whatever it was. But I I got like kind of stalked by a ginormous gamecock chicken bird thing. Ooh, I think they call them roosters. This That's, thing was uh, terrifying. It was, it was huge, and it had like really sharp, big talons, and it just kept following me around. It wasn't like charging after me, and I. Didn't want it to get too close to me because I don't. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I could have. I could have been killed. Wow, that would have been a great story to share on KRC. Thirty-year-old man murdered by rooster on routine appraisal. <laughs> it really would have been a who done it. I and bet you. Uh, it's the rooster. You've got to like when you're in your appraising. How often do you come across people with chicken coops now? Because they've definitely become more popular. 
Um, not a ton, obviously, but I'll see them. More likely, I'll be doing an appraisal, and I'll see you know they'll you'll see a neighbor that has one, and you do see more of them. I was in Shively yesterday, um, helping a buddy clean a, a house, and there the neighbor of that house had a chicken. I was like, what in the hell? Yep, yep, they're uh, they're everywhere. I don't have any. At my previous house, you could hear the roost, the, the chickens from time to time. There were, uh, you know, just a, a, f- a few doors down, but uh, we, we don't have any in our immediate vicinity. But there are certainly, I don't know, a handful of them in my neighborhood. Yeah, the the HOA doesn't allow them here, but I don't know how I'd feel about chickens making annoying noises all the time. I mean, well, my thing is, dogs, sometimes dogs are annoying. The the thing with chickens is like the the eggs aren't very expensive, so to just get fresh eggs every day, like I'm not, I, I don't know. It, it it feels like it's a lot of effort for the return, and especially if like a dog just gets a hold of one, and then you just get a dead chicken on your hands. My friend, I did not know this, who lives in Linden, said that their neighbor has fifty pigeons. Pigeons? Is the lady from Home Alone too? Finally I was thinking moved, finally moves exactly where exactly where I was going. I was thinking of the bird guy from Hey Arnold. Oh yeah, that's another yeah. good reference. Yeah, yeah. sure. Did Intern Jacob know either one of those? Have you ever seen Home Alone, Intern Jacob? Yes, I've seen Home Alone. I'm not right. an uncultured swine. Have you seen Home Alone too? I've seen all the Home Alones except for the fourth one. I've seen it, but I don't like it. Give me the the premise of Home Alone too. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah. Uh, great premise. Okay. <laughs> he gets lost on the, he gets on the wrong flight, goes to New York, and then he gets in the hotel, has his parents' credit cards, gets the there limo, we go. gets the pizza. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm we were just testing you. The you. Count of 10. What? Get your no good smelly keister off my property. What former president makes a cameo in that movie? Uh, Kennedy. It was oh, Kennedy. Jacob, this is so easy. <laughs> it was Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. The dead JFK made it a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get back to the Thornton sex line. 502 414 1450. Donald Trump is the answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, Nick, can I ask you something? Oh boy! About to the no, back to the scheduling for not yeah, Jacob, Jacob had something to say, and Rouse okay. rolled right on over him. Yeah, you but can ask away. I was gonna say this has just come up in the past couple of years. What is it? Because we're winning? Like, are we? Are people scared of us now? They want us to play better teams, or like, why are we get? Why are we getting the uh, third degree now that we're getting better on the? The yes, the that's what it is. It's winning and it's jealousy because people that are bringing this up, South Carolina, Louisville, they they want to be where Kentucky is right now. So they're trying to find ways to pull them down. You don't play anybody. Are you even that good? Me, 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 me. Oh, take out your suckets, folks. Suck it. Suck it. I'm here at 2414-1450. Uh, we got a long way to go. Short time to get there. We got to do nice thing. Uh, don't even know where we're at. Should we expect to get an email back confirming our spot is received? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think that you have. Hopefully, if you haven't, then you may not have the right email. But big X scramble at yahoo.com. So you should have a reply back just to say, "Gotcha, you're in." We've got our our 
we've got our people working on it day and night. It's it's just me. Oh, uh, says uh, I hope playing at Spokane Arena rather than the Kennel keeps Paris and Norlander up at night. Yeah, it seems like it. Gosh, can you imagine this game? This college, this game was ruined. These neutral site games ruining college basketball. Texter says, "How much of a how much to be a whole sponsor in the scramble, ready to take Miss Mickey Mouse Rutherford down?" Rutherford just instantly was like, "Ah, I don't think I'll be at that." I was like, "What? What? It's the big X scramble. You gotta. You don't want to be bigger or Xier. Do the show out there. Hey, we fun time between the Christmas party, not wanting to be in the lottery club." Yeah, not coming to Big X lunch. I'm starting to think he may not want to hang out with this Roush. <laughs> Trevor's going to go out there. He's Trevor's pumped about it. Although it's uh, like super early in the morning, and he has this notion that he needs to spend the night at somebody's house the night before. <laughs> very bizarre. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be late. And I was like, well, you know, you're probably going to be anyway. So yeah. wish, wish I could take you in, big guy, but I'm maxed out. He said he, he well, I suggested you, obviously. And <laughs> he said that you wouldn't have an air mattress big enough for him. And that's I said, put a, dollar, I said put a dollar in the jar, big guy. <laughs> but he's going to be the, the course ranger. He's going to be making sure there's no shenanigans out there. He won't Although, be there till we're 10 holes in. One of the first times he had been out on a golf course, with us at least, he was he went and started. It was actually Cherry Run, which is a beautiful golf course. Uh, you know, it's no Elk Run Golf Club. He, can you really compare them? They're both just pristine. Golf, uh, yeah, yeah the best Southern Indiana has to offer. But he was drawing in the sand bunkers, riding KRC, and yeah, drawing other pictures and such. Trevor, we don't do that on golf courses. It's like, come on, come on, big guy. So what I'm curious on the Thorns text line, what is this Top Gun Maverick uh Photoshop? Uh that's Nancy Pelosi. Maverick. Oh. Hmm. The month of August was the month of absolute awful vibes. When dreading for school to start, it was totally considered the Sunday of a weekend. Do not miss that whatsoever. And August is so busy. Does anybody not have a busy August? I think it's impossible. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean, though. Like, busy as far as, like, you've got weddings or something to go to? Like, I don't... No, you just probably have, like, weekend... Your weekends are probably more... Busy with plans further in advance. Yeah, I agree with that, TJ. Yeah, August is a brutal month for weekend plans. I don't have a I don't have a free weekend in August. Yeah, my my weekends are just uh, with the with the cats. Excited for uh, fan yeah. day tomorrow. Watch you, you also don't have a free weekend. You're making my point. I mean, I'm, I'm playing golf with one of them. That's gonna be fun. But like, who has free weekends? That's a plan. That's a that's my point. That's a you have a plan. You are planning to play golf that day. It's drawn out. You don't have a free day. That day is not free. I mean, under that theory, though, every month after August is much busier, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. The, the, <laughs> like, like I, August is just the start of the fun, busy season. I would say me, se- I, September, 
in October less busy, but November and December, yeah, definitely picks up again. But those are holiday months. August, not a well, I guess at the no, not a holiday month. Anyways, move move past it. A texture <laughs> says, "Will Michael Drennan get any real snaps this year?" Good question. Good question. I don't know. I'm not banking on it. Yeah, I doesn't sound like it, but you you would know a lot more than I. Yeah, I I I would think that there are other guys that are going to get the call before him. Lavelle Wright. Uh, Ramon Jefferson, maybe the same Houston State guy. People forget about him. Yeah, I enjoyed that uh, on three article. Yeah, from uh, Adam Luckett. Scooch, what do you say when we hear on three? Off three. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to say more like off three. Oh yeah, and they're they're all they all there's no rational voice in the on three conspiracies. They all actually think it's a conspiracy. I was like, all right, rational U of L fans, step up and like be like, hey. It's all fun. We can kind of poke some fun at it, but let's not actually think. They actually think that because On3 has a partnership with KSR, they punished U of L. Yeah, because because all of Kentucky's commitments are rising up the rankings too, guys. It's just wild. It's it's not how it works. Uh, A texter on the Thorns text line says, do you guys think there's any way Rutherford's whole Scott, you got to beat Syracuse bit backfires? Every time he says it on the show, I just imagine the Monday after they lose to the Orange, and it makes me giggle. Syracuse is really bad is the only good news, but they they realize the importance of it, and that's good because they should. You lose that one, you have no confidence in beating Central Florida, then you're starting your home schedule 0-2. What's going on with the recruiting class? What's going on with the crowd? Do you even beat Florida State for that game? It, the worst-case scenarios happen if they lose, so it is a really important game. And, uh, yeah, I, it, would, it would make for a hilarious Monday show if they come up short. So we shall see. Uh, TJ, can you please move the show to the afternoon so the ride home? Don't know how much longer I can take listening to the Louisville sports-centric radio shows. On the list of horrible hosts, um, Sweeney and Big Rig have slowly risen up the ladder as the worst. Oh, they're great guys. Big Rig's takes on football get worse by the day, and his basketball knowledge is almost just as bad. Also, I'm a day late, but happy birthday to my brother, Brennan, your former classmate at St. X. Had an awesome wedding this past weekend as well. Peace. Oh, good. Uh, the, uh, Brennan, Brennan's the man, and uh, good for him. The wedding was awesome. Yeah, I, I, we're, I think for, the, for, for now, we're, we're in mornings, but I actually was having a talk with somebody in radio, uh, Dugan. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. And I was like, there really isn't much UK content in afternoons. Nope. But hey, KRC on podcasts, any and every time, baby. And any and every time, Salsaritas, assuming that they're open. And they are. Today is the good news. And they'll be open all weekend. For any catering needs, download that Salsaritas app. It's easy. They got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Their chips are amazing. And if you get their catering, they give you a ton of them. And you'll find yourself just snacking on those bad boys all weekend. So get yourself some Salsaritas, whether it's lunch, dinner, catering, you will save money. You'll save time with the Salsaritas app. And Queso Month, sadly, is coming gone, but that's all right because I think they're doing another Customer Appreciation Month. I think they do it every other month as Customer Appreciation. So they're back, baby. They're always doing something neat at Salsaritas, and that's what we love about them. Hopefully we'll have some Salsaritas at the, uh, at the Scramble. Oh. That'd, be a nice, that'd be a nice touch. Hey guys, Cameron, the podcast listener here, waiting on a plane currently in Charlotte to fly to New York, then Bogota, Colombia to meet Bogota. Bogota. Is that what they say it in? 
I'm sure? trying to make you sound more cultured, TJ. That's my. I think in Louisville we say Bogata. Um, to meet my wife's side of the family, but while I'm down there, I'm getting to golf at TCP Carabana. You just take over, Roush. Carabana in uh, Cartagena. Uh, This is one I do struggle. Cartagena, I know it's a very popular uh, spot for vacationing, um, but I'm not sure if that G is silent. I don't think it is. Cartagena? Yeah, I think it's Cartagena, Columbia. Kentucky Blue will be worn in South America, and also Big X Sports Radio will be played. Keep you all posted. Have a great weekend, hombres. Man, that sounds beautiful. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be – I bet it's kind of nerve-wracking too. You're, you're, it's, it's your wife's side of the family. It's, uh, I'm sure many of them are not speaking the same language you are. That's got to be uh, a little bit uh, intimidating to walk into for the first time. So best of luck, to Cameron, the podcast listener. Hope you have a great time in Columbia meeting your wife's family. Charlotte to New York, only to fly right back over Charlotte. That's tough. Charlotte Airport, pretty busy. Pretty busy. Cam, have fun. That sounds awesome. Uh, take some pictures of the golf course. That sounds like that will be sweet. And ha- good luck. Very exciting. Enjoy the cuisine. I'm sure it's great down there. Congrats to intern Jacob on being a three-time champion in Yahoo Public Leagues. I have no doubt he would be destroyed in a Kentucky Roll Call League. Whoa. They were ESPN leagues, actually. Ew, gross. But, no, bring it on. Come on, let's start one. I'm down. Were, were they with your your friends, though? Like a friend group? Yeah. I'm okay. up 120 bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Here's So, we'll do a, a college football pick We'll do an NFL survivor. I was weirdly thinking about, like, all right, maybe we'll do a KRC fantasy league. But, one... You know, only a certain amount of people would be able to get in it to begin with. Secondly, I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. So yeah, I, I'm I'm out on it too. Oh, you'd it, have to do it. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm out. I mean, if anybody asks me to join their fantasy league, I always say no. Ralph, Why? you'd have to do it for the show. You'd have to have the host in it and be part of the bit. Well, then, but it's it's a spot for somebody else to be in it. You could maybe well, share a team. That way, just have it in somebody else's name. Ooh. I don't know. It'd be a better sport, buddy. Live life a little bit. Yeah, Jeez. no, I, I don't. I don't. I, the the less things I need to keep up with weekly, the better. Jacob, what are you saying? I said, "Cheese, Rush." Okay. I know. I'm, heart. Just, I'm so popular. I have so many things to do that I just. Yeah. I if we do a league, Roush will be in it. Fear not, everybody. I know you want to go against your favorite radio host. He's humble, he's modest, but he'll find a, he'll find the time to make for you. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe we just won't even do it. If UK were to play Gonzaga and Louisville next year, we certainly would hear it's just like a home game for Kentucky. That's from Steve. Oh yeah, spot on. Mm-hmm. And and Trevor was saying that again, the supreme leader of scheduling. He was saying they wouldn't like. He was like they wouldn't like it if they played in Louisville. And I was like, well, first off, they're playing in the same town that Gonzaga's in. They're not playing an hour away. And secondly, no UK fan would complain about that. Every UK fan would love that. I would I'd be my preference, as a matter of fact. Don't play the game at Rupp. Play it in Louisville. Let me travel 10 minutes down. It's still, it's still going to be all blue. So uh, you're spot on, Steve. Great point. Uh, another texture. Oh, it's uh, John here. Oh, actually, I, I skipped one. Love the Gonzaga conversation. Sweeney was saying that few needed to grow a spine. These reactions 
are hilarious. Yeah, I agree with Sweeney. If that's the like, if, if Gonzaga is going to whine about it, you have nobody to whine to but yourself. Then don't agree to it. If you didn't want to do it, then don't agree to it. Calipari told you where you're going to play your game, but I still think Gonzaga had reason to be okay with moving the arena. I don't think they just lay on their bellies, have it rubbed by Cal, and say wherever you want. I think they were probably like, "Hey, not our first choice, but we don't really care." I think there's a few fans that aren't happy about it, but it's it seems kind of split. A texter says, "John here, TJF for morning to all Zags. You have a tiny baby high school gym." And sarcastic voice, "Yeah, we are real scared of six thousand people in a tiny 1950s style gym. Suck it, Zags. Whoa, John, I love it. I can't wait until we play. We will win. No worries. Gosh darn, I really don't like the Zags. My gosh, I can't wait for the golf scramble. I'm glad it's the weekend. We'll got to go. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Four weeks away, John. We look forward to seeing you. John has his team as the Kentuckiana boys coming down to play in the kickoff classic. Going right. to be a good time. Oh, man, I was excited about how intern Jacob stepped up this morning, and then they go and pull that. Worst gotcha of all time. Yeah, I agree. Another texture says <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. The next unprecedented reveal is that the Texters are producing today's show. <laughs> <laughs> it's closer to their campus than Rupp is to UK's. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, hey, they do play in Spokane. That's, I mean, there will, there will, it is maybe a, it is a slightly easier game for UK, but it's still a road game at Gonzaga. You're just going to probably have a few more UK fans there that's it that's all will the games be on espn or what outlet will be they be televised on if you're referring to the bahamas that will be on sec network sec network next week wednesday the fun starts uh, somebody sent in the back to school from billy madison to prove oh, arc I, What's that? I got i got this tj it's uh he just says back to school back to school to prove to krc i'm not a fool I got my field still packed up, my Red Bull held tight. I hope I don't have to break up a fight. Good morning and happy Friday, mis amigos. Alex from Colga here. I start back on Monday, attempting to educate the heathens of the heathen youth of Columbus. Scoots, if you have it, any chance I can get a back to school Billy Madison rejoin on Monday? Also, I'm going to be disappointed when Jacob has to leave. I have not laughed harder all week than when y'all pranked him with the hop and top interview. Have a great weekend, my friends. Oh, Alex, I'm glad Roush read it for you. It deserved to be read. And you have a great weekend and school getting started again. I'll Good see time. what I can do for you, Alex. Kind of random, but wasn't Memorial Coliseum supposed to be renovated? I haven't seen anything about that. Would make it even more appealing for Kentucky basketball to play a game there in the future. Yeah, I thought they were going to do something with that as well. They've kind of quietly moved on from Maybe they were like, ooh, new football indoor stadium. Yeah. Memorial renovations because Memorial's fine. Could it use some upgrades here and there? Absolutely, but it's and I say it's fine as somebody that hasn't been inside of it in like five years, so <laughs> it's fine. Talking out my butt, kind of random. Or uh, one last prank twist, folks. Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, Blue of Earth, was producing today's show the whole time, <laughs> and just so everybody knows she is not a witch. She is not a witch. Definitely not a witch. Definitely, definitely not a witch. Uh, South Carolina's non-conference schedule this year is Georgia State, Charlotte, South Carolina State, in addition to Clemson. UK has, I would say, a tougher non-conference schedule. Well, no, Clemson's better than Louisville. But, yeah, it's not that much different. I'm actually uh, definitely betting Georgia State in week one. They're a live dog. <laughs> you, can, 
you can make the case that UK's other games are better than those. Intern Jacob, what do you got? No, nothing. My thing was lagging. Sorry. Okay. Got it. Don't worry about it, buddy. No sweat. Spears said he hates golfing too, by the way, on his show. He said he gets no enjoyment from golfing. Well, he was going to be out there, but now he's found out that he's going to the Purdue game the night before. So is Dugan, but Dugan's going to be back for it at some point, maybe a little late, but that's okay. But Spears, uh, he, he's promoting it. He's excited about it. He he may not be able to make it, but he's he's he'll make it next year. Somebody who gets no enjoyment out of it, they definitely play a lot of golf. <laughs> if you think September and October aren't busy now, wait for a few years. Every mom wants to have their own special Halloween party the seven weeks preceding halloween then there are hay rides don't get me started on the pumpkin patches well that sounds i love that i'm in on all those activities i'll get more enjoyment than the kiddos you, you ever take a geography class tj holy cow bogata yeah it's you know. <laughs> listen your friends from bogata you read, you read 30 texts a show, you'll accidentally, totally unintentionally, certainly wasn't like I didn't know the correct pronunciation of the word. You make mistakes. It happens, it happens to everybody. Somebody says, tell Justin to check his DMs. Oh, great. Whose wife's in danger? Oh, oh boy. no. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Let's, Kyle said, are we sure that Mark Few didn't want more fans at his game? Could have de- that. Gonzaga could have, again, they had reasons to want a bigger arena as well. Was that their preference? I don't know, but who cares? Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Thanks for all the texts in the show all week. Hilarious prank by the producers today. Um, we'll get you back. All right, this is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rash, Kaylin, and Intern Jacob. Jacob.